0: Hey everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward. That is Spencer Holbrook. And when my colleague comes up with a fiery hot take like the one that he has uh, today about Justin Fields, I have to let him, you know, I have to get inside his thought process. The thesis is college football is better with Justin Fields in it. My goodness, what a scorching take, Spencer.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's one of the best players in college football. So when, when Justin Fields is playing and when he's playing well, Uh, college football is well and college football is winning. And I think that's something that is one of the underlying storylines of this entire reinstatement of football uh, botched decision-making finally coming to the right conclusion is that everybody in the country gets to watch Justin Fields play eight games at least. And that, that is a win for everyone. It's a win for America really.
0: (laughs) Well, nine games at least with the eight plus one model uh, are hard-pressed to imagine that there wouldn't even be one after that for the Buckeyes in some sort of uh, postseason, whether it's college football playoff, semifinals, or, or some other bowl game, however that exists. But um, I, you know, no one can, I don't think anybody can argue with that. I'm sure that uh, maybe the other side of the rivalry would wish that uh, Justin Fields wasn't going to be around and playing this year. But um, the, the Heisman race between him and Trevor Lawrence, the the chance to get back, uh, get some revenge for that last throw and the broken route with Chris Olave and the Fiesta Bowl that set so, you know, made him so sick to his stomach and that taste in his mouth uh, that's driven him throughout this offseason. The reason that he, you know, took the step of filing a petition and, and pushed so hard to bring college football back, all because it would be just so cruel for him to have played one year of college football, uh, not just that it was at Ohio State, but, you know, he sat on the bench there for one year at Georgia and, and left there in, in some less than ideal circumstances. You know, for him to be eligible for the draft, he still would have been a first-round draft pick. But to just play for one year to, yeah, he was a Heisman finalist, but not to get a chance to win it, not to, get it, not to have a chance to compete um, on the field to become the number one draft pick against Trevor Lawrence, that just would have been so unfair. And I know that lots of things are unfair right now. But we cover college football. And having Justin Fields taken away to watch him for anybody would have just really, really sucked. I don't think there's any other way to say it.
1: It would have been really cruel for Ohio State to only get two years out of Joe Burrow, Dwayne Haskins, and Justin Fields. I think that's probably the best way to sum it up. I mean, but Justin Fields, to get another year, uh, it helps Ohio State. It helps the rivalry between Ohio State and Clemson. I think we can just call it what it is at this point. Um, There are jabs thrown left and right. Um, whether they're direct or indirect, if you listen to anything Davo said uh, last night in his press conference, there were a couple things he said. You know, it's a there's plenty of teams that have won championships that aren't from the Big Ten, and I was like, well, that's definitely a shot at Ohio State. So, you know, they throw shots at each other. There's a rivalry going on, and Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence, just one more time. We need it. It, it, it makes it so much better. We need it.
0: Yeah, I think obviously when you look at what's happened over the last uh, five six days and and Ryan Day's mood changing considerably, he knows how talented the team is overall. There's no question about that and, and why he was fighting so hard uh, for them to get a chance to do what they love. We, we've covered all that. We understand that it's not about one guy. But also when he talks about Justin Fields and the generational talent that he possesses and the leadership and toughness, he, he talks about Justin Fields the way that is not the same with everybody else on the roster – Um, it's not a coincidence that we all know how important the quarterback is to your team, but if he had only got to coach him for one year, Ryan Day specifically, forget what we're talking about, with watching him and the things that he has to gain by playing. I'm not sure that Ryan Day could have ever lived with that. Uh, just, he still, he still would have been going into next year then having never had a quarterback for two years in a row to work with. Um, or the streak would have continued until either CJ Stroud or Jack Miller, Uh, you know, want a job and move forward. But I I know for a fact that that just would not have sat well with him to have that opportunity to coach somebody like that two years and, and unleash his potential before he moves on to the NFL. I know that that was part of it there. The success of the Buckeyes is intertwined with what Justin Fields can do. Uh, But I know that it hits him differently, especially given that Justin Fields has proven to the Buckeyes over and over that it was never about the money for him or being a first round pick. Um, that he was willing to do whatever it took to try and play in October this year.
1: Well, when I, you covered Ohio state, when JT Barrett was, was there, when Ryan day talks about Justin Fields, it reminds me of when urban Meyer used to talk about JT Barrett, just the glowing uh, 100% support, the, the ringing endorsements that he continues to the praise he continues to give him. It, it's, it's just a relationship that I think was, was grown quickly and it just continued to go grow from there. I Justin Fields loves Ohio State. I think that's one thing that we need to to remember. When all of the rumors started swirling throughout these 40 days or whatever about who could leave, who could stay, who could go, Justin Fields was rarely brought up. Other than the fact that he was a no-brainer to be a first-round pick, it was rarely brought up that he would even consider leaving. And I think that's something that we need to to make clear because he loves Ohio State. He loves college football. And when he said it, it was kind of a, you know, does he actually – when he said it, I think it was Michael Strahan on August – 19th or something like that. He does. It's very proven. He loves Ohio State. And to only have him for one year, like you said, Ryan Day, I don't know if would be able to sleep until he got a quarterback for a second year. If he lost Justin Fields for a second year, it would have been devastating for him.
0: Yeah, the opportunity to, to coach somebody with his skill set. He's always going, Ryan Day's always, you know, he's now in that upper echelon uh, with Lincoln Riley where they're going to be able to pick whatever quarterback they want forever. But still, you look around uh, the country every year and the prospects, there are not many Justin Fields just hanging around uh, to work with. I know that oh, you know, Ryan Day talked on Thursday afternoon during his coach's show about the way C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller are coming along and Gunnar Hoke is you know more comfortable after one year in the system and all that. That's, that's great. But none of those guys can come anywhere near the ceiling that Justin Fields has right now. And, you know, that's a, that's a guy who can win a national championship, who can win a Heisman, who can outplay Trevor Lawrence potentially to be the number one pick. Um, and I think it's – we can all breathe a huge sigh of relief that we get to watch that transpire instead of having to play this parlor game for the next 30, 40 years of our, our career or longer for you, Spencer, that um, what would have happened in uh, 2020, what, what Justin Fields could have done was he the greatest college football player to ever play one year. I mean, all those things, hopefully we now we get to put that aside now that October 23rd and October 24th are now on the table.
1: Yep. When, when Justin Fields plays, college football is a winner. Ohio State's not a winner. The Big Ten's not a winner. It's the entire sport. When a guy that transcendent – when a talent is that transcendent and has the pieces around him that he has, the entire sport is better off being able to have him for – seven games, eight games, nine games, 11 games, however many he gets, college football just needs to be thankful because he is one of the top talents, you know, we could see in 10 years at Ohio State. Like, he is that good. And I think, I think we took his talent for granted last year watching him in the midst of it. But once you sit back and, like, look at what he did through the year, and it was only year one as a starter, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to think what he could do this year.
0: Yeah, lots to be thankful for as the Big Ten has uh, rectified that botched decision that you referenced there, Spencer. They're going to be back on the field next month. Uh, the pads are supposed to go on for the Buckeyes on September 30th now. Ryan Day said that as well during his radio show. We got a lot more coverage and a lot more uh, media opportunities now coming, coming from the Buckeyes now that uh, we know they're going to be back. 20-hour work weeks work weeks are going, Practices is ramping up, uh, and we obviously cannot wait to dive into all that and start talking about football instead of everything else that we've filled uh, through the last five months. Spencer Holbrook writing uh, today at lettermonroe.com about Justin Fields. Make sure that you hit that up, uh, give it a read, and a lot more coverage uh, on our site coming on everybody else on that roster as football gets back. Spencer Holbrook, I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next time at lettermonroe.com.